The Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change has released the most extensive report on our climate, but what does this mean for Australia and why should young Australians care? So we have Professor Catherine Bowen, Deputy Director at Melbourne Climate Futures. Um, Catherine, thank you so much for joining us. Lovely to be here, Yumna. Um, Catherine, what, what does the IPCC report mean for Australia and especially the young people here? This working group report released yesterday really puts a sharper focus on the level of detail on how climate change is affecting different parts of the world. So there's more understanding of the climate science for Australia. And we know that um, the, for example, extreme weather events will increase in terms of their intensity and how severe they are as well. So um, that's a particularly important point for Australia because we know that we're really exposed to a whole range of different um, events like flooding and bushfires and um, drought and drying and heat waves and all of these events will be um, become worse really for us and so this affects every age group um, young and old alike if there are certain groups that are more vulnerable to the impacts of climate change and and these are often younger people older people those who have got um, health issues um, perhaps sometimes rural communities are at higher risk because there's less um, access to essential services, uh, health services, for example. Um, infrastructure is not always as strong in rural areas. So there's definitely going to be a scale of differentiation between different groups and how they're impacted. But um, young, the young um, people in Australia, it, climate change is definitely uh, something that the majority of young people are really passionate about and are understanding a lot more about as well. Yeah, um, Catherine, I'd like to take you back a little. You mentioned the frequency, intensity and the duration of um, weather events like the fire events, uh, which will be projected um, to increase throughout Australia because of, of um, the findings in the IPCC report. If Australia does continue the way it is, how will this impact Australia as a country in the long run? Well, the, the rate we're going, um, globally, we're going to, we're on the way to hit um, three to four degrees warming, um, business as usual, we call it, when we're looking at the climate projections. So what we would have expected as once in 100-year events, such as the bushfires we saw um, across much of Australia last year, um, will actually happen more regularly. So perhaps once every 10 years, for example. So these, and the other important part of what the future might hold for us is that these events such as bushfires and then floods and then droughts, um, they all, there's, a, there's a, a serious risk of all these events compounding on each other. So the ability for communities, for example, to be able to come back and, and recover is really potentially diminished because of these continual shocks and stresses that they're feeling from climate events. So um, that's also a, an issue that's been spoken or talked about in, the, in this report is the major um, 
major concern around cascading and compounding risks and impacts and how you get one on top of the other and then a community, for example, really has no time to recover from one when they're then faced with another threat. So that's a, that's a really vital um, reason why we have to act urgently on reducing our greenhouse gas emissions. Yep, and we've seen this um, climate change concern increase throughout the years. Um, we, there's a survey conducted in 2019, which is the same year which um, saw a lot of bushfires across Australia. 43% of respondents stated climate change was the most pressing issue. And this has been increasing throughout the years. We have protests such as school strike for climate happening. How do you envision the lives of the young generations today in future? It depends on how quickly we can reduce our greenhouse gas emissions in terms of what our future looks like for, for us all and particularly younger um, people. What, what type of of world are we going to leave to our younger generations? And I think that this is a, a really vital point around intergenerational justice. Um, but I also think that um, we do need to see these projections provided in the report as a stark reality check. And they there's definitely changes to the climate system that are locked in. Uh, so it's going to take decades to reverse, if we can, many of these changes. It's possible by taking immediate action that we can see uh, a reversal, but it's, it's still uh, very much on the table that we will see an increase in uh, the frequency and intensity of all of these extreme weather events that we've spoken about already. So... Um, this will obviously affect all parts of our community and and definitely young people. Yeah. Um, Catherine, this IPCC report has been described as code red for humanity. Um, what do you think will the policy makers need to um, kind of like um, take action um, for climate change um, and actually do something about it? Um, what, what, what else will it take for them to actually start doing something? Yeah, that's a really good question. Uh, I think there needs to be continued public pressure that this is an issue of high priority with the Australian within the Australian community. Uh, we need to continue continue providing the strong evidence base, which this report is the most comprehensive and up to date evidence base on the climate science. So we need to make sure that the messages are simple and clear and cut through. We also need to. Um, be able to better demonstrate the economic benefits of action on climate change. Uh, we know that acting now will actually save us economically in the future. So it's cheaper to take action and, and reduce our greenhouse gas emissions now than in decades down the track where we try and uh, try and respond to all the chaos that has emerged around us. So it's actually a very wise economic argument to take action now. And the other important point to note is that all governments uh, who are signatories to the UN Climate Change Convention, uh, they actually sign off this document. They sign off the portion called the Summary for Policymakers. And that was that's a process that takes um, two weeks and policymakers and governments go through this document line by line 
and negotiate its their, its contents. And then we, we receive the final product as we did yesterday. So governments know what's in this document. They're fully informed. They have been negotiating the finer points of, these, um, of this document. We can then say, you know, look, you've signed off on this report. You obviously see the importance and you've committed to what the report says. So now we need to see action. Young Australians are demanding for an urgent climate action, but what more can they do? I think young people really, this is a chance to even more strongly use your voice and know that your voice is loud. Uh, And I think there's a number of different actions that young people can take to feel empowered, uh, to feel that they can make a difference and to join in the collective effort really of, of really transforming the way that our economies work, particularly with reducing fossil fuel emission and protecting and, and conserving our natural environment. Professor Catherine Bowen says the way Australia is continuing forward, it will go beyond two degrees warming. However, this can all change with the political will for climate action, which is lacking at present. We know um, the evidence around how the climate's changing. We know the evidence around what these impacts will be on our communities, on our different um, populations, on our younger people. Um, and we know how to, how to respond. We know how to um, reduce our greenhouse gas emissions. We know how to adapt as well. Um, and, and we will have to, to some degree, given the locked in climate changes. So we've got all the tools. We just need the, the political will. Australia can take the necessary action for our climate or suffer the consequences, majority of which will be felt by our younger generations today. Sahab Faladi, Panorama on Sin Media, thanks for listening.